You're listening to the Ryan Wayne Salon Podcast featuring Joseph Ryan and Donna Lee. Even just sitting there listening to this podcast, you look fabulous. Welcome back, everybody, to the Ryan Wayne Salon Podcast. It's a weekly phenomenon that we love so much providing you and all of our wonderful listeners. And here I have my favorite co-host, Joseph Ryan. That's right. Hello again. Hi. How are you, Donna? Good. I missed you. I haven't seen you in a long time. <laughs> it has been too long. How right? How come you do not live next to me? I'm so sad. I, I think that every time I come through Colleyville, I'm like, I hope we retire here. It's you so lovely. You <laughs> It's so I nice. mean, you could sell your Austin house and live in a big ass house right? up here. I love it here. It's just wonderful. But not that your house is very small where you live, but I'm just saying. I do love some Austin, but boy, it sure is nice up in Colleyville. Mm-hmm. Colleyville, Texas, y'all. That's right. And if you haven't heard of us, make sure you subscribe to this podcast it's interesting in my opinion which is the only one that matters of course and also be sure to look for us on social media ryan wayne salon we are on tiktok instagram facebook mm-hmm. all the things and we would love to introduce my guest um mm. our guest today is very special to me we my husband and i that is <laughs> mm-hmm. are in the process of having children that's right so we're we gonna talk about not, fertility today. yeah we haven't really discussed it with anybody but we've been spending a lot of time doing all the ivf and a very very important part of having your own children biologically is to have an oven. Right? <laughs> an, an oven you trust. <laughs> the so, trusting oven. You know, like your husband's a builder, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, you want top end appliances in your house. <laughs> and I'm like really picky in particular. I don't know if anyone knows that about me. No. But I'm just like really picky about how I want my food prepared, what oven it's cooked in. And so you can only imagine where my baby will bake. I uh, can't wait to hear. So with that <laughs> being said, my designer babies... Mm-hmm. And meet their designer oven, Brianna, my sister of all people. <laughs> Hello. Oh, Brianna, Hello. you are so attractive. And I just know you're going to be the best oven. <laughs> well, I just hope so. No pressure now. Right? No pressure. But, you know, we're, we're doing a double decker oven. There's going to be mm-hmm. twins, two embryos. Mm-hmm. So how do you are feel you about that? Are you ready for all that? I feel like I have been preheating <laughs> quite long enough. We've only been talking about this for five years. I know. Really? I'm exhausted it's of talking. Mm-hmm. I thought y'all just started this like in a year, a year well, ago. Well, we officially started getting the ball rolling about a year ago, but... But you've been talking about we've like been working ta- on Joseph's been working on me for 10 years. Mm. Really? And then just planning wow. the last five. Oh, oh yes. Wow. That's awesome. So <clears throat> anyone who doesn't think I get what I want, you don't know me. You don't know him. Mm-mm. So I have a husband, as you all know, who makes appearances very randomly and very sporadically. Okay. <laughs> and only momentarily at that. Mm-hmm. And so Nathan and I, when we first started dating, we discussed children because that was non-negotiable for me. I wanted to have a big family and I wanted to because have children of my own. Because you came from a big family. Yeah. We both did. So what I'm number nine. And I'm number 10. 10. That's right. Mm-hmm. Which is another frustrating subject. We don't need to get into that, but oh, we, we will. will. How many months apart are you? <laughs> We're two years apart. Two years a month. Oh, and gosh. I would always say, how is the favorite? And then her stinking response would always be, I'm the perfect 10. <laughs> how irritating. That's factual. Because it's factually true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Do you notice how we keep saying the same things? Mm-hmm. We're, <laughs> we're basically the same person, <laughs> but she's a, a girl and I'm a boy, I think. I'm a hybrid, actually. According to the doctors, they have confirmed, in fact, I am a girl. <laughs> I knew it after all these years of sir. <laughs> oh my gosh. So anyway, I dated Nathan and we started talking about our future and you know, like anyone that's intelligent wanting to have a life partner, you're going to ask these key questions. Okay. My non-negotiables where you have to have a good job Mm -hmm. and you have to go to work (laughs) and you can't cheat on me. So I want, financial and marital stability and i wanted kids so that's it everything you ask for else so much i know really does. So i can't demanded. even cheat on you can't this cheat on you and i have Give to go to work those. if i have to go to work i at least need a side piece <laughs> <laughs> and not hair i know <laughs> hey, i was talking about hair everyone <laughs> morgan if you're listening <laughs> so he agreed yes we would have kids and he felt the only way he would want to have children were if they were his own mm. so you know being a homosexual I kind of was like thinking oh adoption or you know I don't know how I'm going to get these kids but I just wanted to have them mm. so after discussing all this with Nathan and he wanted biological children I was like okay I mean that sounds good too it's just however we want to grow our family yeah and so years go by and I always told him and when we met I was 23 I said when I'm 35 I'm bringing babies home like that oh. was my age because I wanted plenty of time to be selfish and get to know Nathan and travel and build our business and everything like that. Right. So 10 years flies by very quickly. Don't blink. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So fast. So it's getting to that point where I need to start talking to Nathan and he is just like, are you crazy? I thought you forgot about that. <laughs> and I come in, I'm like, no, no, I told you from day one. And he's like, yeah, but we're so busy. We're working all the time. We don't have time for this, you know, da, da, da. and I'm like, no, I'm not working to work. I'm working to provide a life for my family. I want mm-hmm. to live and then work separately. So that was a little bit of a conflict for us because Nathan and I are together all the time. Mm-hmm. We work together, we travel together, we're together on our days off. The longest we've been apart was eight hours when Mm -hmm. I was sick and he was at work. And so this was a source of contention in our relationship because he thought he could convince me to not have kids. Oh my. Baby, I'll buy you anything you want. You want more diamonds? What? Do you, what? What? I'll give you anything. And I said, No, I, I'll get that too. But, but yeah. I, I, I still. That's want his th- mistake. He's like, Oh, you gonna give me that too? Yeah, that's right. But I still want the kids. So he is um, very slow to change. He doesn't like his routine interrupted, and he gets stressed out. So even not even talk about children, like going to a new restaurant is stressful for him because he's like very, like he orders the same meal at the same place. Wants the same waiter. I mean, that's the same table. Yes. Oh, that's just how he is. He's slightly OCD. I mean, maybe not slight. Those are signs of of a successful person. That is that that regimen. Yes. And I mean, going on a vacation. I Mm -hmm. mean, one time a client was like, Hey, we're going to grand Cayman. Do you want to come with us? We'll fly you on our private jet and you know, blah, blah. And I'm like, absolutely. And Nathan's like, absolutely not. We are not going on this vacation. And you know, if you, if you make me go on this vacation, we're going to have to get a divorce. I mean, who gets divorced about a vacation on a private jet to grand Cayman? I mean, what a cray cray. (laughs) So I have to explain all this to him, but luckily for him, I'm very, very patient and I know how he is so I just have to do everything behind his back <laughs> <laughs> like this podcast yeah <laughs> like every other healthy marriage yeah, that's right. <laughs> keep that's him true. in the dark until he gets the receipt okay right? and then he's like what's this fertility clinic bill <laughs> what's his baby brought home where did that come from so but every time we do anything like go to the new restaurant he has 
he loves it. Mm-hmm. And we go, we did end up going on that vacation and he had the best time. He was oh. the most fun one of us there. And so I know that about him. And so I know I kind of have to give him a little push. And when I do, it's always for the best. Mm-hmm. And so Brianna has been my confidant. You know, she's been like, it's okay. You guys will get through this. And, you know, and I knew we would too mm-hmm. because he is my soulmate. And so after going through all of that, and then I started the process and I finally get Nathan's emotional roller coaster calmed because, you know, we've been through a lot too with him. Mm-hmm. He had to have the Tessa procedure, I think is what it's called, where they have to mm-hmm. extract the semen from his testicles surgically. Right. And so he was concerned, like, what if I can't have kids? And I mean, that's a whole nother thing. I'll let him talk about was his fears of maybe he's not fertile and he can't have children. Right. And then not wanting to feel like he's the only person not involved because our egg donor is our best friend. Mm -hmm. And then Brianna's my sister who's going to carry the children and then me. So he's like, I just don't want to be like, an outsider. Yeah, the stepdad yeah. type of right. person. And don't forget the egg donor is the also the salon manager, Courtney. Mm-hmm. So it's a very Jerry Springer situation. <laughs> we all work together. At the except salon. we're attractive and all have our teeth. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody got hit. Yes. And this was all planned and legally sound. So right. it's all good. But anyway, um, so that's kind of like the background story on the whole process. And so now we've been through it all and we have 10 healthy, viable embryos. Was that a huge surprise? What did that feel like when you heard that? I mean, I was a little bit scared and shocked, if I'm being perfectly honest, because, Mm -hmm. you know, when you go into the process, the doctors will tell you, you may only have one, you may Mm -hmm. have none, you might have 10, you know, but they don't, I feel like they just want to under promise and over deliver. They don't want to be in trouble if something happens or doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you just hope for the best. I'm like, okay, as long as we have children, well, then after my embryos were or my you know eggs were fertilized they called me and said okay you have five and i'm like oh wow five that's a lot Mm -hmm. they're all healthy viable ready to go and i had four girls and one boy and i thought wow that is so crazy because i am the seventh boy in my family oh that's and there's only three girls out of the ten children and then all of my siblings all it's a very male dominant male dominant family mm-hmm. wow. so that shocked me that i had so many girls yeah and then we ended up going through this whole procedure with nathan and we didn't know if he would be able to get sperm and we didn't know if they were going to fertilize or what was going to happen and then thankfully everything worked out perfectly and they mm-hmm. call me and they say okay we got nathan's results and he has five healthy embryos i'm like what <laughs> like he has the same amount that i did and they're like yeah it's very unusual for you guys to have the exact same amount but because you do didn't he have a little bit more of a struggle yeah in the beginning so that that's why it was a surprise well, and too. they had to do the sperm retrieval twice oh yeah. because he's on testosterone at first oh that's right yeah and so and testosterone is bad for fertility yeah if you're listening but they don't, don't tell know. you that they don't tell you that they, t- yeah. they just put men on testosterone left and right and then mm-hmm. when it's time to come to have a baby they're like oh you've been on testosterone well that's bad yeah, yeah. So we get through all of that, and then they tell me that he also has five embryos, but he's my exact opposite. He had four boys and one girl. So we'll end up having five boys and five girls, God willing, all these embryos come to life. And so I was like, oh, my goodness, that is so crazy. And so I started talking to Brianna, and, you know, you can tell your story about talking to Morgan because mm-hmm. I obviously wanted her to be our carrier mm-hmm. because she is my sister. She works at the salon. She's very healthy. She doesn't really drink or smoke or drugs. And, 
you know, exercises. She does everything that you would want for right. your carrier the to oven. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the oven. It's She's high, self-cleaning. High yeah. quality. She's like a hybrid German <laughs> oven. Yeah, really fancy over there. Well, so Morgan is my husband, and he and I have been together now. It'll be six years in January, but only married now, um, going on our second year in June. Or uh, yeah in June. And so when he and I first started dating, Joseph had already gotten me on board with being carrier. Cause at first I said, take all my eggs. I'm done. I have a daughter. I'm happy. I don't want any more kids. So I was like, take all the eggs. And they were originally going to use my eggs with Nathan's sperm. Mm-hmm. And then they were going to use Joseph's sperm with either an egg donor or they were going to get Courtney's, um, Courtney's, which Mm -hmm. is my best friend. Mm -hmm. And so that way they would feel like, okay, we have both of our genetics and it's even more so Joseph and Nathan's baby because it would be from his line and Nathan's line, right? Mm -hmm. Well, then in the state of Texas, they were like, "Um, actually, you cannot be a true surrogate anymore where you're the gestational carrier and the egg donor. You can do one or the other, but you can't do both. There was just too much legal gray area where people were contesting rights of who the children actually belong to once the pregnancy was full term. And so I told Joseph, I said, well, you just need to decide what's most important to you. Do you want my eggs or do you want me to be the carrier? Because they won't let us do both. So he and Nathan talked about it for a long time and he came back to me and he said, we really want you to be the carrier because we feel confident that we can find the right eggs even if it's not Courtney but we'd want to be a part of the pregnancy and you work with us and we know you and we know you'll take really good care of yourself and our baby and so that's going to be the most important and so for me what really got me to accept this really you know moving invitation and I am super emotional everyone because I've been on estrogen for two months and so um Joseph and I have always been super close. And um, even though he is two years older, I've always called him my big little brother (laughs) because, you know, um, I didn't know he was gay. He broke my gaydar from a very young age (laughs) because he was very adamant when we were growing up that he was not gay. And we live in conservative area, Texas, um, DFW. And so growing up on the playground when you have... Um, a sibling that's different in any way, let alone boisterous and loves to sing and dance and act and all the things that I like to do and play Barbies with me and dress up and crochet at recess recess (laughs) pot holders for our mother. (laughs) I was the best child. (laughs) Sounds like you both. Kids would be really mean to him and they would say really ugly things about him. And so then as his little sister, of course, I would beat their ass. (laughs) And, uh, so when he asked me this, at first I was like, Joseph, you could get anybody to do it. I would please just take all of my eggs. <laughs> I'll give them all to you. Right? And he was like, no, Brianna, I really want you to be the carrier because I know you'll take the best care of my children and I'll get to be a part of the pregnancy. And that's where he got me because I was like, you know, as a parent, I now have two children. Um, that is the most incredible experience is getting to bond with the baby and get to go to the appointments and, you know, hear the heartbeat and get to experience all those little special moments that you only get to if you know the person that is carrying your child. Mm Because otherwise, if you go through an agency, not that that's not a good choice if you have to, 
I didn't realize this. I researched it. They could be out of state. They could be out of country. And you have no idea until they are going into labor other than what the agency updates you on their doctor appointments. Wow. And so I was like, well, of course I'll do this for you then. But I'll only get you started. Right? You don't have all 10? I said, I just heard there was 10. (laughs) (laughs) And they do not make them like they used to. And I'm talking about my mom because she had 10. (laughs) And he was like, but Brianna, just think about all the collagen you're going to get. Oh, my gosh. I feel like it's a blessing Uh, for you to be able to carry all of my 10 children. I feel like you feel like it is. Yeah, I do. Whenever I first started dating my now husband, um, I made it very clear to him that Joseph is very important to me and that I had promised him that I would do this. And so if our relationship progressed, that it would only progress, not only if he accepted my daughter and Mm -hmm. that went well, but if he understood and accepted that I was going to carry his children. Mm -hmm. And the amazing thing about my partner, my husband, is he is very... He's a thinker. He's analytical. Very opposite of Joseph and I. We're very Impulse. seat of our pants, impulsive, oh, very loud, as my husband says, emotive. And when I give him <laughs> big news and I'm expecting a grand reaction and he's very in, <laughs> internalizing, thinking, oh, don't you hate that? processing, uh-huh. and then going to give me a good response. It's not heated. Yeah. I'm like, Really? That's your answer? And he's like, babe, I'm not emotive. Emotive. But I am. And and so when I told him this, you know, I'm waiting for him to be like my ex-husband, who unfortunately would not have been supportive, who Mm. is not supportive of the gay community. And so he... That's why he's an ex. Right? I was going to say. Among other things. literally, without hesitation, said, absolutely. He said, that's your family. Um, You know, I... I commend you. I admire you. And uh, I'm supportive of any decision you want to make with your life and your body. And, you know, I am anything I can do to be a part of it. So he has been awesome because Mm -hmm. unfortunately for him, we just went through pregnancy hormones (laughs) 14 months ago. (laughs) He was a trooper because my son, love him so much. Total surprise. 10 years after my daughter, almost 11. And now we're going through it again for <laughs> Joseph and he That's doesn't right. even, it's not even ours. So yeah. oh my Morgan gosh. has been a trooper. He really has. So when I come home and I snap or I bite his head off and then I immediately, I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you say that. <laughs> I, I'm waiting for him to be like, no, you better get off that shit. Right. No more. And no he's babies. like, it's okay. Aww. I understand. That's so sweet. So he's it's been supportive. awesome. He really has. That's beautiful. That really is very sweet. So I'm very, very grateful. And obviously, like Brianna said, I I just don't know. Like people who are picky about who's going to babysit your child. So to me, it's just I right? can't imagine somebody else Some growing my child. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like that you don't what see. if something happens with the pregnancy? What if there's a failed pregnancy? And then you're going to wonder, like, did they do something they weren't supposed to? Were they exposed to something they weren't supposed to? Did they follow the protocol? Mm -hmm. And your mind's never going to stop. And you're always going to be worrying. Like, if it was just somebody who, even if they lived locally, like, lived in Bedford, down the street from me. But Mm -hmm. I don't have access to them. And, you know, I only get to go to so many appointments. And 
at the same time, do I have that same level of comfort where like with Brianna, I'd be like, hey, I want to just lay on the bed next to your stomach and just feel the baby. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that, that you're not going to be comfortable doing mm, that. And point. probably a surrogate or a gestational carrier wouldn't be comfortable with that either. Yeah, that's a right. good point. To an extent. And or we so, FaceTime each other in our robes and bonnets. And he's, I told him, I <laughs> right? said, you're either going to have to read a book or, read sing, a book to or sing to the babies <laughs> or give me some recordings because Morgan and I are going to have to be silent. <laughs> yeah, I don't want them coming out coming out wanting to hear Morgan's voice. I'm gonna be right. so pissed. Although Morgan has like an announcer voice, we'll yeah. have to have him. We'll have to have uh, the men behind from the behind scenes. the scenes. Oh, be so great. my that'd besties, be awesome. husband, and my husband, because they have good voices. That's mm-hmm. a great idea to have them on the show. To yeah, hear the other side. The other I think everyone wants to hear the other's perspective. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. even intrigued. Yeah, right. You know, what's going to come out? Is he going to cry? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. He's not emotive. He's not. He's, He's not. really not. He. There will be no tears. Aww. But you know, I'm really excited. We actually went to an appointment where we were supposed to get our first embryo transferred. We're doing one of my embryos and one of Nathan's, so we'll have twins. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to happen on December the fifth and Monday now it's postponed so i was a little emotional and sad because i've just been looking forward to this for so long and i feel like i'm so close yet so far away yeah and so i'm i'm like being positive like okay the grand scheme of things it's not that much time we rescheduled out just one month one month we have to wait a little bit longer but you know you want to give your your babies the best chance Mm -hmm. and you know we don't want anything bad to happen to either brianna or the babies so right Got to follow the doctor's advice, I guess. <laughs> Damn doctor. I'm really excited. I'm grateful and I'm very blessed that I'm able to do this because, you know, going through this process, it made me feel a lot more empathy for other people who have fertility issues mm-hmm. because, you know, being gay, I don't really think that you think about that stuff because you just know like, oh, you can't have kids. But, right. you know, if I were just married to a woman or dating a woman and then you want to have kids and you can't, that's just an emotional roller coaster that even like Nathan had to go through just with the worry of if he's able to do it. So I'm excited to keep you all posted on it. Um, Hopefully you'll be getting good news very soon. (laughs) We'll have to do a monthly update at least for the listeners. Yeah, I'm really excited, and I'm I'm thrilled that you're a part of it, too, Donnelly. Oh, I'm so yes. excited to be here for y'all. You should got us some balls. <laughs> <laughs> what were they, moonstone? Yeah, they're like peach tree moonstone. Peach fertility moonstone, stones. Fertility yeah. stones, yeah. Don't give them to me. <laughs> I thought about you afterwards. I was like, I, I need no, to give no, Brianna some, not too. Yet. Right? She's already fertile. Well, no, and that's what I'm telling Brianna, too. I'm like, stay away from your husband. If you get pregnant with your own baby, I will never forgive you. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. Oh, yes. we... Thankfully for Joseph, bought a bunch of condoms. <laughs> been so good, so careful, very vanilla, and very creative. Let me just tell you, having to get—I don't know what we're allowed to say on here, people. Uh, we're allowed to say anything. You say it all. But uh, I told my husband, I was like, so we can't actually penetrate. <laughs> oh no, in the vagina. Oh. But, but. But B U T T. Yeah, B U T T. So we've been trying to really experiment with that. I don't know. You wow. guys are gonna have to give us some advice. This is the first time we've talked about the booty hole. Well, time. I'm just saying <laughs> I need some advice because I get it from my my gay brother and his husband, but it's not the same because they also don't have a the vagina? option of just a vagina. Yeah. And so it's hard not being like, No, I don't wanna do that because it's uncomfortable. That's what she There's said. a fear there. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so maybe you guys can just give us some uh, some that's feedback. That's a whole podcast. That too. is a that we're going to have podcast. to get a sponsor or some sort of lubricant to sponsor Absolutely. that podcast. Well, awesome. according to Joseph and Nathan, the Ryan Wayne conditioner is an amazing Stop. lubricant. <laughs> <laughs> it is multi-purpose. So listen, if you're traveling and you don't want to pack that in your suitcase, yeah, no one's the wiser. And it smells good. It, it smells sure does. So good. It's fragrant. It you're is. welcome, but not too fragrant. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing, Brianna, and thank you for being my designer oven. I'm forever grateful, and um, we'll get through this pregnancy, and we'll talk about the next one soon. Oh Lord! And the next eight and nine. Listen, listen, Linda. Listen. (laughs) All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Stay tuned. Make sure you like, follow, share, and enjoy your hair. Thank you for listening to the Ryan Wayne Salon podcast. Remember to follow us wherever you listen to these podcasts and check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'll see you next week.